Awesome. Hey, so good to be uh, here again uh, Sunday morning with you. Who's excited that it's December? Woo! Yeah, it's going to be good. Christmas is coming. And uh, yesterday we actually celebrated with about 90 of our uh, church volunteers at our place. We put on a big brunch and um, all the staff got amongst it. And we had bacon and pancakes and bananas and everything good. So we just had a really awesome time connecting and just, we've got an amazing bunch. And actually there were about 20 people that didn't turn up. So there's a... When, you know, like Sunday, I think people come to church probably every second week just about. And uh, so if we all turned up on a Sunday morning, we'd just jam this place out, eh? Because there's a lot of people that are actually involved here in our church family. And so it's so cool. And I just want to say a great big well done and thanks for all your support and love over the year. It's been such a cool year for us. Um, If you are in any kind of leadership position in life, about this time of the year, or hopefully a couple of months kind of prior, you've started going, hey, what's happening next year? Where am I going in life? And what what are my goals? What is God speaking over, uh, over my life? And because every single one of us actually has an appointment with destiny. Don't they? Don't you. Don't you. Don't you have an appointment with destiny next year? Like God is opening up opportunities for Him to be at work in you and through your life. So over the last couple of months, I've actually been really considering um, the different areas in my life, from my family right through my business and the church, and going, hey God, what are you doing and what are you saying? Um, I'm I'm excited about what He's saying and doing um, in our lives, like Come on, he's got he's got a great plan uh, for this community. Um, and I spent uh, about three or four weeks ago, actually, I took three days out um, intentionally just to go away by myself and just pray and relax and spend time just listening to God, reading the Bible. And I just want to open up a little bit of my life today uh, to you and what I think God, and I believe God's saying over, um, over our church. Just before I do that, though, there's another part of my life, which is my business life, which i um, I fully believe that God has got um, me and our amazing uh, printing.com team at that place for such a time as this. As much as I believe that God has got Thrive Church in this place for such a time as this. You know, like he is fully engaged in every area of our, our life. And, and God actually, um, over, the, over my last sort of 15 years being involved with business, he's need to give me more encouragement to stay in business than he has done to stay in pastoring. I, I, um, I've, I've grown more, I think, as a person through some of the challenges and uh, uh, opportunities and all that sort of stuff, negotiating, learning all the, um, the business acumen. Uh, I've just grown so much. I'm naturally an artistic dreamer. You know, mum always said to me, you're going to be an artist, you're going to grow a beard, live on a hill and paint pictures for the rest of your life. And that was kind of like, you know, what was spoken over me. I I guess I've still got time. I've got a half beard that um, haven't been clean shaven for about three years, actually, just saying. Uh, Anyway, so uh, yeah, so God's got, so God's had to encourage me. And I just want to unpack a little bit about, of that. So, um, uh, and where do I start? I, I, yeah, okay, so about 
10 years ago, I went on a, on a camp with Chris and we went up to, it was a weekend up in Hamner and we were, um, we just went up there as a seeking God weekend, like, God, what do you want to do? What do you want to say? We want to pray for each other. And I was the first one into the house and I, and I opened up the door and I walked in and um, I'm a pretty together guy, but I walked into this, uh, into this hallway and I fell flat on the floor. I, uh, the presence of God and the power of God just whacked me. And I have, there's no other way. I didn't trip on anything. I just, I didn't think, I didn't feel like I need a nap. I didn't, I just fell down and I couldn't get up. And I crawled down this hallway and everyone must have been going like, what are you doing? And I was kind of overwhelmed because like, what, what's going on? Like, is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? I, just, I knew it was a God thing. Uh, and so I went and lay on the couch and just like, God, what are you, you obviously want to get my attention. What are you saying? And um, in that moment, he said to me, I want to call you to be a pastor to business people. I want to call, <coughs> sorry. I want to call you to be a pastor to, pastor to business people. And it was such a defining moment for me, I've just never forgotten it. I was just like, well, it's one of those moments where, you know, that, 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 that sort of sealed the deal for me, that actually there's no getting out of this uh, whole business thing. It's part of who I am. I, I just had so many excuses why I wanted to not be in business. And, and then I thought, well, actually, there's a greater call here. There's, um, you know, God, for one thing, dearly loves and values business people and, and, and wants to pastor and support them, not just Christian business people, but non-Christians. And so I haven't seen the full outworking of what that dimension looks like in my life, but um, we have opportunities. You know, there was someone who came into our workplace uh, a couple of weeks ago. She'd had a, a relative pass away and and um, I, I just went up to her and she gave me a hug and she said, you know, why, did God, why does God always take the good ones? And I don't know if she's in, in church or anything like that, but, and then Lisa connected with her and we just supported her. And she's a local business person here in Rangiura. So, you know, we get those sort of opportunities to just be amongst the community. Um, and, and so we we believe, Debbie and I have got a, a heart that we would be a church that, that does church. You know, we do church on a Sunday, but we're also, we still are the church. You know, we're beyond the walls and we want to have the doors opened up and be just like this place, be a real hub for what God is doing and saying in this hour in Rangiura. We want to be not just relevant, we want to be irresistible to our community, uh, and um, and uh, so I've um, I've been thinking about what what's God saying over my business. And uh, one thing was like, how do we strategically market next year, God? And I um, he just really impressed website development to me, and that this would be something that we need to strategically go after next year. Um, so that was over the last couple of weeks. At the same time, I, I was. I was just kind of reminded of a desire that I had to get a small car uh, this year. I just wanted to get a small car that I could whip round in, nothing too flashy, but just something that would be practical and it would also be kind of modern and reflect kind of like how awesome we really are. I mean, it's, I'd love my truck, but just something a little bit more economical would be amazing. So I've had that desire sitting um, in me. And, and, and so I, I popped into a dealer. Um, I am going somewhere with this. It's not just um, how I bought a car story. Um, I popped into a dealer. Uh, last week, and, and um, I've specifically been thinking how I'd like a black Suzuki Swift, and there just happened to be one there, and um, so I went and had a look at it, and you know, the, the guys, I'm saying, hey, I'm just looking, and then but all the numbers are happening, and you know how, you know, you could pay this over five years, and rah, 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 and I was like, ah, oh, thank you very much, but I'll just go away, and I'll consider that, and I, and I just thought, I'll look for the, for the December, January period, if you're in business, and you have staff, you know that that's a bit of a cash flow crunch time, so I thought, 
no, I'll just, I'll just put that on the back burner. And then he rang me up again. He said, look, you don't have to pay anything till February. And I was like, why? Mm, nah. And, um, and so I was like, no, we'll just, we'll just put that, put that away. And, and, um, and then I was driving to pick the kids up from school and I had this like vision. I'd have to say vision now. At the time I was like, oh, it's just my imagination running away with me, but I'm pretty sure it was now. And I saw this little black Swift, totally sign written with all website, web branding all over it. So it was just like covered as a marketing kind of thing and like showing off how amazing we are and what we can do for your business to bless you. And, um, and so I had that and then I stopped at the intersection and a black vehicle went in front of me and it was all sign written just how I'd kind of seen in my vision. I was like, whoa, that's good timing, sweet. And I texted him and I was like, wow, I think God's just spoken to me about this car, but I'm still not going to buy it. Uh, and so, uh, so, yeah, so there was that there. Then I'm speaking with, because um, we're a franchise and we're part of a larger network here in uh, New Zealand, printing.com, there's about 40 odd stores. And um, I was talking with the CEO last week and he uh, just at the end of our conversation, he said, hey, so, hey, what do you think about as a national franchise that we really get into um, pushing forward with our internet and web marketing? And I was like, well, hello, that's interesting. Um, yes, I've been, um, and I've got a good relationship with our CEO. Um, he's a great guy. He even Facebook friended me. I'm like, yeah, that's a good sign. That's a good sign. So, uh, yeah, and so I, he knows that we're a bunch of um, believers as well and that we really integrate God into our, in our culture and our business. And, and I said, yeah, look, over the last couple of weeks, I've been thinking about what strategically we need to launch forward into next year and he said and and I felt like and so thinking and praying I said and we and we but we're right there we think that websites is is where we need to go too so hey what do I need to do to be a part of what you guys want to do as a as a national body um you know to so that we're partnering with printing.com and um he said well you know that we'll there's a few things. The first thing that um, every uh, franchise is going to need to do is that they're going to need to get a, uh, a vehicle, and it's going to need to be sign written specifically for uh, for web design, etc. And um, the vehicle that we're recommending is Suzuki Swifts. And I was just like, crazy. And I was like, well, how about that, Dave? Let me tell you this story. And then I, yeah. Told him the story, sent him the. I took a photo of the picture that I had with me of the the one from the dealer, and and he's like, "Wow, that's interesting." <laughs> so yeah, so cool. I'm I'm going up to speak with him actually again on Monday. So pray for influence for me. Um, funny thing, actually, um, lady asked me to back her car down the drive this week, and um, uh, she go out there, and she, it's a black Suzuki Swift. And so I got to hop in one. In fact, I was just like, God, you've got a sense of humor. That's so funny. So, you know, I fully believe that every one of us has a God that is speaking to us about next year, about your workplace, about your influence, about what he wants to do in your life. You know, he is so interested in the peace and prosperity of our town, you know. And that was a great word, Connor. So yeah, that, that's a little bit about my business side. Now, we've been, um, I've been, I've been thinking about our, um, 
and praying. Like I went away for a couple of weeks, as I said, a couple of a couple of weeks ago. I went away for a couple of days, and so God just kind of unpacked a little bit of next year. And I want to share that with you. This is um, kind of our church family. So, yeah, I'm just going to grab this iPad and see if this kind of works because I've got this as a um, as a presentation, and and this isn't going to shock the leadership team uh, here or our, our leaders that came um, and, and heard and saw this uh, a couple of weeks ago. So this isn't. Um, we've got a, a, a quite a few people in this church that are actually excited about what I'm about to share. So we just want to. I, I weighed up whether we share this this year or next year, but I thought. I'd really love the church just to carry the promises that we're believing that God has for us over over the summer period. So, yeah, so that was the culmination. Create a scene in 2015 that um, that we really feel like God's calling us to do here in Rangiora. So um, we're really excited about this. This is a little bit of the, the DIY guide. Not really, but um, what, what we've been um, thinking and feeling. Oh, immediately that just went off. It wasn't helpful. Um, so I want to tell you, when I was out um, in up in Kaiteri, I was, that's a pretty cool place to have a retreat. I was out mountain biking going, hey, God, hey, God, what are you saying? What are you doing? And God just dropped um, this verse into my heart. And um, this is uh, one of my favorite verses. When they saw the courage of Peter and John, they realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, and they were astonished that they are the Pharisees, that they are those who were accusing these people that, that were out for these guys, that were educated, schooled, um, and had every reason to be successful. But they were amazed at what Peter and John were doing. They were unschooled, they were, and they were astonished, and they took note that these men had been with Jesus Christ. And so when I... I got this uh, verse, I thought, you know, God wants to start speaking to me about Jesus Christ. And so I went, um, I went uh, home and I was like, God, where do you want me to go in the Bible? <laughs> it was like, that, this is how it was. I got Philippians, go and read Philippians. And so I opened Philippians and this, this is one of the, the standout uh, verses for my life. I, this, is a, this is a life scripture for me, and I love it. Not that I've uh, been, already obtained this or have uh, arrived at my goal, but I press on to take a hold of that for which Christ Jesus has taken a hold of me. And so, and I, I think I preached about that a couple of weeks ago. And so Christ Jesus has taken a hold of every one of our lives. And then I went through Philippians, and I read it, and I just, and I, Christ just jumped out of the page to me. At every verse, I just saw Christ and grace and peace coming through Christ, that through Him we are the completed work in Christ Jesus, that in Christ we will abound in knowledge and the depth of insight, that in Him we are pure and blameless in Christ Jesus, that we're united with Christ, that in Christ we become like Him. That with, when we're in Christ, we can be emboldened and unashamed that insecurity and intimidation are just no longer a part of our lives. That, that we can be proud of what Christ is doing in our lives and in our town. That, that, you know, that Christ has got a, a hope for our town and our community. 
you know, and it goes on that we're to have the same attitude of humility in Christ Jesus. And everything that we want to model is what leadership looks like here at Thrive is servant leadership. We are here. This is not a top-down power game. We want to be here to serve and bless your lives and see this, you know, that, that attitude of humility just permeates our culture here at Thrive. Um, you know, working at our salvation in Him, that we're looking out for the interests of Christ, that these interests of Him are actually far above our own interests in life. Um, risking our lives for the cause of Christ. I mean, there's some passion in that. There's some conviction and certainty about the call of Christ. Um, disregarding everything else as garbage compared with following Christ. Experiencing mighty power because of our connection with Him. And then peace guarding our hearts in Christ. You know, I believe that as a church that we are on the doorstep of a season of coming into the season of Christ. Um, over the last... I'd say five, ten years around there, we've been building on um, and encountering the love of the Father. We've um, become acquainted with the Father heart or reacquainted in a greater way. And there's been so much revelation um, regarding the goodness of God, the love of God, the kindness of God, His attitude and his posture towards us. And that's why this year, Debbie and I, we were um, we just wanted to take this season uh, to to be established in love. You know, that that's what that's what we are about here at Thrive. That's, this is why we do what we do. Um, and uh, so we, um, actually that red didn't stand out very nice anyway, but um, actually just at this point, can I just grab the ushers just to pass out those things that we were, um, actually sorry, I meant to do this at the start of my sermon, but it's all good. It can happen right now. So be love, be loved, be love, be loved, and be love. Be loved and be love. Um, this was something that just kind of dropped into our spirit um, over over the probably the last three weeks. We we have a sense that we don't want to leave established in love. It's yeah, that's a foundation. But like this morning, there's been this um, call to hope in our community, this call to bring change and to bring influence, to bring love, to bring freedom, to bring joy, to be ones who carry something to give. And so we believe that we're, that, our, that the season of Christ, part of the season is that we get to reveal His love in our town, His love in our community his love to our family. And so this is um, this is what you've all got. You're getting Duplo blocks here now. This is how we believe that we are going to build our church family, our church community, that we build on the love of the Father, that he first loved us, that, we're, that we can only love because he first loved us. And, and that love, though, that he has for us is so radical, so empowering, so life-changing, so irresistible that we cannot help but shout it out to be that city on a hill and that place of hope um, in, in our community. Um, so, yeah, we believe that we're coming into a season of Christ. And, and in this time, our identity, we're going to look at our identity in Christ our reason for doing what we do and why we do, but he is the gateway to the Father. 
Christ is the gateway to an, uh, to an encounter with heaven's finest for our lives. I had a dream I just want to share with you um, a week or so ago. And um, in this dream, I was at the Inter-Islander uh, ferry terminal. And I'm just below the, ca- the cargo loading area. And I'm watching... Um, the loading chute, and I know it's not quite like this, but uh, on the ferry there is this. Uh, there's a car carrying truck. You know how they're multi-level, um, and the top level of the truck is open to this gate, and uh, and and so they're sending cars down this chute, uh, and the cars are arriving on top of this carrier, this car carrier, and that's cool at first, but then soon I realise that they're sending down more cars than what there's room for on top of this truck, and the cars start piling up and start falling into the sea, and I'm like, what? Stop! And I'm just going, stop, stop, there's, you know, stop sending the cars down, because I can see if they changed um, the, the loading bay to a lower level, that there'd be room... Uh, on the bottom of this truck for for more cars for more vehicles um, uh, to, to be safe and and, and I and, and I woke up in the morning and I completely uh, forgot about the dream actually and um, but I felt such an urge to pray that morning so I went down the river for about an hour or so and as soon as actually as soon as I stepped out the door and started praying in tongues the dream came back to me and and I felt like God said um, a couple of things uh, in this and um, and, and so I just, just want to highlight a couple of things from that. Just organize my pulpit here. A um, couple of things from that um, dream. Uh, one is that there were lost items of value. Um, that valuable, uh, that, that I believe it was a picture of the Father actually sending valuable things for us to look at, valuable people for us to look after. And so there was this, uh, the, the, there, was, there was lost items. It was on a boat. The boat was going to go somewhere that was going to the promised land. It's, there's, there's a mission that this boat is a part of. Um, it also highlighted that there was a poor system in place as well, that someone actually should have seen and noticed what was going on. So there could have been a change. And and it highlighted that there was space available on another level as well. And so it's just been kind of, um, we're, we're considering actually what God is speaking to us about in this hour as a church. Um, I just want to um, move on to this next slide because I want to talk a little bit about next year and, and a few things that we uh, are really excited about practically. Um, you know, Jesus talks about the wine and the wineskin. And he says if you put uh, new wine in an old wineskin, that the the skin is actually going to burst. That it it can't it can't contain the fermenting process of the wine um, because it's already been stretched and it's got to you've got to get something new to actually hold the new wine. And so a, a part of what I want to just kind of speak about today and, and talking about the cause of Christ for our town and our community that is kind of like a wine thing. That is a heart thing. That is a Jesus is calling us to be filled with the Spirit and move out and actually and make room for um, for what he wants to do but for and us to be able to do that we need to change our shape we need to be flexible and look at our structures currently and go how can we make room for what he wants to do and so that can be the uncomfortable bit is like oh change oh change is actually awkward and that might you know that might actually push a few buttons and, and it might make me feel uncomfortable because 
changes change and 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 sometimes when that's put on us it's 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 hard to deal with and so there there may be some change next year because we are really looking at having some systems here that that can handle the capacity of what God wants to do we've got a great family here at Thrive and I never want to lose lose our family hard and you know like Jeff came up to me afterwards uh, after our volunteers thing he puts his arms around him he says this is such a special family this is such a special church that we've got and so we we dearly want this to continue to be a place of belonging and a place of you know where where we all you know we have friendships we do life together and so we're not talking about breaking up um anything to do with uh, that family style of things here at thrive um just before I go into um, this next bit, I just want to briefly just kind of touch on um, our church building project um, and our vision for that. And I, I want to say as well that, you know, like I said a few weeks ago, if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Chris, the senior pastor here, he just had, uh, up until earlier this year, he God spoke to him about... Uh, uh, that we would have a church building, a new building. We currently lease this building, and it's amazing, but we just got have a real vision that God actually wants us to own our own property and um, and have somewhere bigger, and it's going to be amazing. So we don't want to lose heart of that. We want to carry and steward that vision. We've, there's a build team here. We meet at least once a month, and we pray for it, and we pray for each other, and just we're just really intentional we believe God's intentional in moving us towards our own church building in this whole process of what we do. Because the, the main, I mean, the building's great, but it's why we do what we do. And if we get the why right, then we're going to be um, moving with God. So anyway, I was praying when I was away about next steps for our church building. And I saw a picture of that that was literally a red Lego block and a yellow Lego block. And um and I was like, Okay, God, what what does that mean? What are you what are you saying? And um he I just immediately got um an impression that we really need to engage our children in this process. I know this sounds random, right? And that scripture of um having faith like a child to see the kingdom of God revealed just kind of really resonated me in that. And so um, I was like, okay, well, how do we connect our children's faith with what we want to do? Because you imagine our children, you know, getting the heartbeat for what God wants to do. And then they start dreaming about it. And then one day they turn up to church in this new building that they've been carrying in their heart. So the Lego thing, I just got this idea that just came to me so that um, at that time and so what we're going to look at doing early next year is that we're going to get a whole stack of Lego upstairs for our kids and over I don't know four weeks they'll be divided into four teams or something like that and it may be done differently but they're all going to have a go at building what the church venue looks like and I'm not just talking about a a room, I'm talking about a playground, I'm talking about like, you know, a pond, I'm talking about all the things that kids get excited about, that families would get excited about in uh, coming to be a part of our church, you know, like 
we would love to have the best playground in North Canterbury at our church. We're actually on Sunday mornings. People are, of the community are just outside on our premises, and we're just kind of mingling with them as well, just kind of like this. We are here for you. You know, Walt Disney is my one of my heroes, and I'm not saying we're going to like create the Matterhorn and the Pirates of the Caribbean rides and all that sort of thing, but man, it'd be cool if we could. Uh, but you know, like we, um, yeah, we, we like God wants to reveal His nature and it is joy and and so we want to take time for our children to really go what what do I see what do I see in this and so at the end of that we want to take like some photos of everything they do and then actually create um, a, a church building kind of model layout some stage during the year and have it actually out here at Thrive. So when you come in, you can kind of like, it gives us a visual of where we're aiming for and what we believe God's calling us to. So that's kind of the, the church building um, side of things. We, we believe that God has got a, a place for us and we just want to step in the rhythm that he's stepping us with. So we believe our children actually, I mean, just imagine how excited that would be when they're building something and then in a few years they step into it and they're like, come on friends, come to this thing I've been dreaming about. Come and be a part of, you know, when they walk in the room and God's doing great stuff. It's going to be so, so um, exciting. Um, so that's that's kind of where we're at with the church building. Um, and so next year, just um, thinking about our shape and our wine skin for um, what God's doing, we, we so believe that we need to make room for an, the next level of growth. And Deb and I, we spent... Um, we spent a weekend away. I had to go and do a conference up in Wellington, and we were up in um, up in Wellington over this time. And we um, we were just absolutely inspired by the city. We were just we loved it. We just the 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 cafe scene. And and um, when I was up there, we were still praying and considering like what what is God doing and speaking over our church for next year. And so. And with this, what um, a part of our vision for next year is is creating a space and a place here that is completely irresistible to people coming into church. We want to de-churchify it, and we want to, not this room, but when people come in, we want to be on the same kind of, um, express the same level of excellence and creativity that you might go to at Coffee Culture or at, um, or at Coffee Works or any premier people-gathering place um, in Canterbury or Wellington. Um, people, you know, like, you know, God looks at the heart. But man looks at the outer. And, and, and we've got people who are watching what we do with their physical eyes. And so we are part of that expression of creation. You know, God could have set this world up as a dump, but he didn't. He set it up with beauty and extravagance. And, and, a, and a part of that was it, it reflected who he is and how he loves the details. And, how, and so we, we want to be a church that loves the details, that loves the atmosphere that we set, that, that from the road somehow we become like we don't look like we're a tomb that we open this thing up and we look like that we're alive that we're there's that that um when people walk in those doors that they are hit with atmosphere that they are just they feel wooed by the atmosphere not and and then then on top of that we have the presence of god we have the nature of christ inside of us and we get to just partner with him in this atmosphere that we set and 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 create a place where where there's this kind of like collision of goodness, a collision of goodness. 
And, um, and so we, um, yeah, we want to do this. We want to do this thing. We want to shake this. We want to, we want to do some transforming of this, of this premises. Uh, this year as well, we are a part of the establishing process that we've been in. Deb and I have been really mindful of keeping, getting our leaders on the same page. And, and so a part of this um, thing that we're doing uh, with discipleship is we have um, create, we've, um, Deb's led Sozo uh, in a healing and we've also done life keys as well. And so we want to be able to see people come into this place, be radically saved, and then set up in a discipleship program. We don't want to just kind of like be, uh, you know, at face value, they look cool, and churches on Sundays and all that sort of thing. But we want to reveal that we deeply care about people, like right through the week. So, like the whole the whole thing is not just a hey, let's look good for the sake of it, but it's a it's a door and a gateway into a discipleship process and relationship with Jesus Christ. But we want to make sure that from the get go, when people come into this environment, that for one, you feel like really excited about people you know, bringing a friend along to church because it's just amazing and we're all awesome anyway. So, but they, they can come in and, and really enjoy being a part of this. So, um, so what do we got here? We'll create a scene in 2015. And that's, that's what we think we need to do. We're like, we just want to create a scene. We don't want to like have a, we want to do something awesome. Well, the kind of scene that we want to create is a scene of life. Um, so this is, create a place to belong, you know, where relationships happen, um, where, where friendships are established, um, a place that's irresistible. Like, we want to have a cafe that is operating out there that, you know, it serves the best coffee, you know, it's, it's, it's just awesome. Um, we want to, there's, there's, there was a roller door actually in that wall out there, and you'll see when you look out there that we want to pull that out and put nice French bifold doors out there and have a scene outside there with maybe like a, a some kind of covering anyway and just make it amazing. Um, we want to have um, down the side there uh, like maybe asphalt, asphalt, no, astroturf with kids' playground, bean bags, all that kind of thing. So it's a real place where people are like, I just, this is a great place. I don't want to stay away from what's here. So, you know, obviously... A place of um, heart to heart as well. And, and that's where you can, you know, maybe you've been at church and you've brought a friend along and then you can go out and sit down and talk about what, you know, what, what did that mean for you out there in our cafe area. Um, we don't, at this stage, we don't think it's possible to go to, it's being open all week, but this being initially like a real beachhead for a Sunday morning. Um, obviously, you know, relationships and children. Um, and at this last slide here um, is... A place to create, you know, there's an emergence of our creative culture here and scene at Thrive. We we did our create service, which was probably one of the best services I've ever seen or been a part of in my whole life, and I was excited about that. And so we want to reflect creativity as well. There the, was a prophetic word given to this church that that we would be a church that has a gallery, that, um, that the, the artists would actually reach um, our community through the message of Jesus Christ with their art. I don't know exactly what that looks like, but that sounds exciting as well. So we can do, like, this is a funny little space here that you can see, um, but something amazing has been done with it. We've got a bit of a funny odd space on our driveway, but we're going to do something amazing in, in that area um, as well. So 
that's kind of, there's, there's some other things as well that we're dreaming and considering as well to create room for people. Um, I, I just want to say, you know, that we kind of run here on a Sunday morning between sort of 60% full and 80% full. And, and there's actually a statistic that once a church re- reaches 80%, it's very unlikely that they're going to grow again. So we are looking at other creative ways on how we can create space on a Sunday morning to see more people reached. And so I'll, I'll just leave that with you, but, but we are thinking outside of the box as well. And so um, we'll just share some more of that stuff with you um, early next year. I've got a bit of a, I, I'd love for us to um, get something happening before winter next year, even before autumn. Um, next year, so that we can carry something in, and the and the and we're carrying this, and we just see a desire realised. We see a we see it achieved. Now, this um, with our cafe scene as well. Just to put this out there, uh, this is going to cost a few bob as well to do it. Um, and we don't have a whole lot of surplus money at the moment. I'd love. I'll tell you what. I've just got this figure of about twenty to thirty k just floating around in my heart with this, because if we're going to do this well, we need to spend a bit of money. Um, we all have busy Saturdays as well. We, um, we, could, we could string working bees out over the next uh, six to 12 months to make this happen. I don't want to do that. I believe that God is actually calling us to be to actually give into this. That this is actually a this is um, an opportunity for us to give financially to something as well. And I don't say that as any guilt trip or anything like you know. I don't want to lay something on you going into the Christmas season, but I want you to carry this in your heart over summer and just ask God, hey, is is this something that you want me to be a part of? Is this something that I can give towards? Is or or how how can I how can I do um, what you're calling me to do next year when, in, in relation to creating a scene in 2015 here at Thrive Church? Um, oh, oh. What's that, honey? Okay, yeah, sure. So the purpose of these little blocks... Um, is that you can just pop this on your fridge. It's got a magnet on the back as well. And it's really just a reminder of the why we're doing what we're doing. That we, you know, if we're bringing changes and looking at stretching and all that sort of thing and going, God, what are you doing? What are you doing next year? How can I be a part of building your kingdom? It all comes back to, beloved, that we are loved to be loved, to express his love. And, and you know, there is no greater love than to lay down our lives for another. There may be a little bit of sacrifice involved with this, but God is preparing us for great influence and great things here in Rangiora. He doesn't want us to stay the same, to stay the same size, to stay the same level in our life, but he is calling us onwards and upwards next year. So pop this on your fridge. Let it be a prayer point um, and just a reminder that, you know, that his goodness goes with us. Yeah. Sorry, let me just see the time. 11.30. Cool. So if we could just have the band up, that'd be great. How does that sound? Is that, yeah. Um, I've even spoken with someone who's pretty keen on overseeing the project management of this whole cafe thing. So 
And, and there, there are people who are really excited about being a part of this. Um, and and we, it's all about releasing God's hope to our town. This, we don't want to just look good for the sake of it, but our heart is, is all about reaching people, lost people. You know, people just don't know how good God is. People have no idea how good church is. Do you know church is awesome? Like, our church is amazing, but we are only going to be, become more and more amazing. And just, we've got this opportunity to reveal his nature and his goodness, you know, in our world. And, and we believe as a leadership team that this is the direction that God is calling us towards. So.